Hello and welcome to the weekly Global Heartstream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, a professional coach, artist, and speaker who enjoys traveling the world, connecting with amazing people, and talking about the longest, most rewarding journey that you'll ever embark on, the 12-inch journey between your head and your heart. Through individual and group coaching programs, online courses, and live seminars, I teach a heart-centered approach to personal mastery, leadership development, and spiritual growth that helps people become the most loving, joyful, and powerful version of themselves. The Global Heart Stream is a weekly dedicated space to help you reconnect with your heart, raise your vibrational frequency, and remind you just how powerful, loving, and amazing you already are. It's also an invitation to unify our hearts with the intention of bringing more love, compassion, and healing to a world that so desperately needs it. You can find out more about my work by visiting gabrielgonsalves.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, and register for my upcoming seminars. And if you enjoy this heart stream, please be sure to subscribe, like, or comment so that we can reach more people and help make this a more loving, compassionate, and heart-centered world. Hello, and welcome to another inspiring episode of the Global Heart Stream. I'm your host, Gabriel Gonzalez, broadcasting live on this beautiful Wednesday, the 15th of March. Almost a week just before we begin a whole new season. Welcome, Mary. Welcome, Ellen. Welcome, Amanda. Welcome, Cindy, Mariette, and those of you who are just joining us. Today, we continue the series of conversations we've been having throughout the month of March on sacred self-care, and we're going to be focusing on transforming pain into purpose, a topic that many of us are very familiar with. In fact, uh, I would even say that I would not be doing what I'm doing right now had it not been for some very painful past experiences that helped me awaken to the greater reason why I'm here. And so what I want to ask you as we begin this conversation today, since we're talking about pain, and <laughs> this is not going to be a very popular podcast or episode of The Heart Stream, who likes to talk about pain, right? <laughs> in a universe, in a world that does everything to distract us from our pain and keep us entertained. Who wants to talk about pain? Let me ask you, what type of pain are you most afflicted by these days or today? What do I mean by that, Gabriel? Well, I mean that for some of you, what may have brought you here today or what you might be sitting with in your personal life might be some physical, some physical illness that uh, is bringing about a lot of pain. For some of you, it might be an emotional type of pain that might be more related to grief or loss. For some of us, it might be more of a spiritual type of pain. You feel disconnected. And so we're going to be talking a little bit more about that. But I want you to think about this question and just hold that in your awareness during the rest of our time together, okay? So that you have something that you can work with during our our time okay so while you are thinking about the type of pain and amanda rubbler welcome amanda uh, has already taken a step forward and said that for her it's emotional pain great if you feel like just like amanda go ahead and share it in the comment section below and please be sure to like and and uh, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already done that so while we're typing in your answers and thinking about it, I want to let you know about some exciting new events that I have coming up. Uh, first, uh, I want to tell you about the Heart Warrior training program. It's a three-month group coaching program for people who want to develop a higher level of emotional self-mastery. They want to do the deeper emotional healing work that involves uh, shadow work. And then obviously embracing um, these deeper aspects of yourself and allowing the light of the heart to shine on them. This starts on Tuesday, March 21st. Uh, 
And then for those of you who may not want to go so deep, I have a one-day workshop uh, coming up next week, Saturday, a week from this Saturday, March 25th. This is my, uh, my very celebrated opening the heart workshop. In fact, I know several of you who are here today, the very first time or the very first experience that you had with me working in a small group with this weekend workshop. Opening the heart is an opportunity to, in a very safe environment, to remove the blocks that are keeping us from truly opening our hearts and letting love in. And then finally, I want to let you know, and I'm super excited about this, that we just opened the registration for the first Path of the Heart seminar that we are going to be doing. It's been three years since the last time I ran one of these. So I'm very excited that we are going to be running this first Path of the Heart seminar of 2023 in Lisbon in Portugal. It's about seven hours from where I live here in Spain. This is a three-day transformational weekend experience for people who want to heal their hearts, build deeper, more loving relationships, and reconnect with the natural joy. Okay, you can learn more about these all these events, register if you like, uh, by visiting my website, gabrielgonzalves.com forward slash events. All right, so let's look at some of the answers that already started coming in uh, from some of you with regards to the type of pain you find yourself experiencing right now. So uh, as we said, Amanda spoke about emotional pain. Uh, you don't have to go into the details, okay? So don't think you have to <laughs> like go into the details, just the, the higher level of the category. Uh, Maria speaks about rejection or this feeling of never being enough. So this is also kind of like uh, psychological pain. For Ellen is emotional. For Mary, well, Mary doesn't talk about her pain, but she speaks, she's highly recommending the weekend workshop and seminars. In fact, uh, Mary's been to quite a few of them already. <laughs> so she's definitely uh, a brand ambassador. And I'm not paying her to say this, okay? Hmm. All right, so let's dive in. What type of pain are you mostly afflicted by today? And we're going to start here because, again, I want to invite you to hold this pain, the awareness of this pain with you during this entire hour so that when we go into the meditation, you can then focus on bringing healing to that aspect of yourself that needs healing. So in my experience, when we speak about pain, we're really talking about different kinds of pain, of course, not all pain was created equally. We can talk about physical pain, the pain from chronic pain, injury, illness, uh, surgery, etc. We can also talk about emotional pain. This is what Ellen was referring to, the pain that may come from grief or heartbreak or when you feel depressed. There is something also called spiritual pain. This is the kind of pain that you experience when you've lost your faith, kind of like the song, Losing Your Religion or you feel disconnected from a higher power. Uh, I remember experiencing this when I went through uh, my dark night of the soul. Okay, it's a term coined by St. John of the Cross that refers to when you go through basically a very dark period uh, spiritually where you feel that you have been abandoned by God. Then there is relational pain. This is the kind of pain that arises as a result of relationships on um, its nature also is emotional but this one has to do specifically by close friends families feeling betrayed okay the the loss of trust in a relationship etc there is mental pain the pain that is normally associated with trauma addiction anxiety um, then there is existential pain, kind of related to spiritual pain, but this one really has to do with feeling like you have no purpose in life, feeling lost, feeling disconnected from meaning. Then there's obviously financial pain, believe it or not. <laughs> you know, have you ever had an unexpected bill and they, we have this expression like it really hurt my wallet? <laughs> Well, it, it causes, obviously, a form of psychological, mental pain, but 
it's also referred to as financial pain. It's created by some financial condition, debt, job loss, poverty, um, etc. There's social pain that again it's related to emotional pain, but it specifically relates to when you're feeling loneliness, rejection, discrimination. And there is at an even higher level you could call cultural pain that when you feel oppressed by a system, uh, when you feel erased or um, when you feel uh, canceled, for example. I mean, I cannot imagine what the people, for example, who over the past couple of years have had their social media accounts canceled and they've been completely canceled just because they spoke or shared an opinion that the majority did not agree with. And so there is pain that comes from that. It's a sense of feeling isolated um, by culture. And of course, there are many other types of pain, but I'm bringing it up here. I'm telling you about these different kinds of pain again, so that you could see how the sources of this pain may come from different situations or from different areas, but ultimately we feel them, we experience them deeply, deeply, deeply in within ourselves. And now I cannot think of a better way than diving into today's topic at an even deeper level. Remember, we're talking about how to turn pain into purpose. Then by talking about Amy Beale. Now, I'm sure Mariette, who is here with us today, who's from South Africa, knows who Amy Beale, but I'm, I'm certain that the majority of, of you, like I, didn't know a few years ago um, who this woman was. Amy Bill was an American graduate of Stanford University, and she was an anti-apartheid activist in South Africa who was commissioned basically by Nelson Mandela to come and help rewrite the new South African constitution. And she happened to be at the wrong place at the right time. Uh, sorry, at the wrong place at the wrong time. Sorry, Amy. And what happened was one night after one of her sessions or working with the members that were crafting the new constitution, she took three co-workers home to a township in South Africa called Guletu. And while she was dropping them off, there was this big mob and they attacked her and they stoned her and stabbed her to death. This was all over the international use news during that time, and it was extremely tragic. And it could not have been more painful to her parents, Linda and Peter Beale. Now, one of the things that happened after this incident took place and Amy was murdered was that the four men who were the primary perpetrators of this crime even though it had been part of a larger mob, but these were the ones who incited to the crime and actually stabbed her. Um, they were pardoned when Archbishop Desmond Tutu and, um, and Madiba uh, established the Truth and Reconciliation Committees in South Africa. In case you're not aware with the historic period of South Africa, they were these commissions um, that were set up to basically help heal the nation from all the violence and all the crimes and everything that had happened during that time. And so during that time, these four young men were pardoned, okay? And they, they were obviously accused of not only the murder, but they understood that the motivation was not personal, but it was political. They were fighting against a regime that uh, had oppressed them. They were, had a lot of anger. And so they were pardoned. Now, after this happened, Amy's parents, Linda and Peter, flew to South Africa. And obviously they had to confront the reality of what happened to their daughter. And being men and women of high faith, faith in the divine, faith in God, faith in forgiveness, faith in divine justice, they forgave these men. And not only that, their pain was transformed into a new purpose. And that purpose was to ensure that what happened to Amy would never happen again to another person. 
And so they set up the Amy Beals Foundation, whose primary objective is to provide after-school support programs to help South African youth who are at youth of joining gangs, um, getting pregnant, uh, going into drug addiction, etc., um, to keep them safe and to re-educate them when needed to. Now, notice that this Amy Beale Foundation that has been now up and running and transforming the lives of hundreds of thousands of South African youth by now and making a huge impact came out of the deep pain that these parents felt after the loss of their beloved daughter, Amy. Now, I want you to think about this example, and I know it's quite extreme. And I want you to think about your own pain that you might be going through right now in this moment. If trauma, as Dr. Gabor Mate says, is not what happens to us, but how our body, our minds, our emotional system responds to what happened to you. So we're not denying the pain. We're not denying what happened. What it is that you can do then to respond differently to the current pain that you are experiencing. In my case, for example, when I arrived in South Africa more than 12 years ago, and I experienced the loss of my mother, the loss of my job, and uh, I had also been robbed, uh, I'd lost um, ID and passport and money and everything. All that grief, all that pain was transformed into a renewed sense of purpose. Um, I realized after going through so much pain how selfish I had been living my life up until now, how narcissistic I had been, how I'd grown up as an actor and spending the first nearly 20 years of my life, or the first 40 years of my life, rather, um, thinking about me, what made me happy, right, looking good in front of the camera, et cetera, and me and my needs and me and, and being, you know, having my... my yeah, having doing things that brought me pleasure and joy, I realized that there was a deep longing, a deep desire to be of service to other people. And so that's when I decided to stay in South Africa and work for an organization that was helping people who had been affected by HIV AIDS, primarily grandmothers and youth, and began a completely different period of my life where I began to help other people. So what alleviated my pain, my loneliness, my disconnection was the pain that I was feeling at that moment. And so I made it my purpose to help other people who, like me, had also lost their parents, in this case of South Africa due to HIV. And it was by helping other people manage and heal their pain from grief and loss that I began to heal also over my own grief and loss at that moment. And so there, at that moment, I discovered something that I could not foreseen up until that moment, that it is by sharing your pain, by helping another person heal their pain, that you heal yours. Okay? And so I had what I was doing in essence was I was taking this pain that I was feeling and I was transforming it into a greater purpose, which ultimately became a ministry, which over time became a spiritual consulting business, and then eventually my coaching and training business, Heart of Mind Consulting, which I'm to this day focusing on right now. And so how can you then take this experience of this pain that you are experiencing right now and turn it into purpose. Well, I'm going to share with you a very simple formula, simple to explain, simple to put it here as a five-step system, but rather difficult or challenging to implement. But nonetheless, I'm going to share it with you because this is what I did. This is what Peter and Linda Beale did as well. This is what everyone of, yeah, the people who are making a big difference in the world who came from a place of pain and then transcended them, that pain were ultimately able to do. So the very first step is you need to acknowledge the pain. 
you need to accept that you're experiencing this pain for whatever reason. And at the very beginning, you may be in a place of blaming somebody else for that pain. And it's okay. That's just a very human thing to do. So we're going to accept our humanity. We're going to accept our pain. We're just going to accept this is the reality right now. But you're going to give yourself permission to not only feel the pain, acknowledge the pain, but you also are going to reflect on this experience. And one of the most powerful ways you can do that is to ask yourself, what is this pain trying to show me? What is this pain trying to teach me? What is this pain inviting me to look at, to consider, to open to? All right, so the invitation is to see this pain as your teacher. This emotional discomfort, whatever it is, is teaching you something about what it is that is going on. A um, way I, I can explain this, um, yesterday I was working with a young man who is uh, struggling, for example, moving forward in life because he wants to follow his heart and he feels like he can't do that. His parents won't allow him to. And then one of the things that happened, he's, he, he, was, he, he was running and he fell down and he twisted his left ankle. Now, isn't it funny? Left ankle connected to the right side of the brain, just connected to your heart, to your emotions, to your intuition. So it was this sense of like, I can't move forward with my heart, with what my heart is telling me. So notice how yesterday in the conversation I had with this young man, what ultimately came as a realization was like, wow, this pain that I'm feeling in my foot, it's the sense of like, it's teaching me or it's making me aware of that I, I feel or I think or I have a belief that is telling me I cannot follow my heart. I cannot follow my heart for whatever reason. I feel stuck. I'm unable to move forward in my heart's direction. So we worked on that. By the end of our session together, he was completely transformed. And funny enough, the pain had considerably decreased. All right, so the pain that you're feeling is your teacher. But unless you're willing to accept it, instead of numbing it, trying to intellectualize it, instead sit with it, allow it to speak to you, reflect on it, ask yourself this way, what if, what is this pain trying to teach me about myself? You will not receive the nugget, the message, okay? The silver lining that that pain has for you. The second thing that you need to do is now that you begin to see what the lesson is, it's time to do the necessary forgiveness work. Why do you want to forgive? Well, because remember, well, we always say here that all, all forms of forgiveness is ultimately self-forgiveness. Forgiveness is, in essence, the process by which you let go of the blame. You start, you start blaming yourself. You start blaming somebody else for your pain. You take responsibility for that pain. And you, in essence, come into a place of compassion and understanding where you can say, okay, I forgive myself for whatever it is I did to create this. I forgive others for whatever it is that they did to create this. This is where, for example, the practice of Oponopono. I forgive you. How does it go? Um, please forgive me for whatever I did to create this. I love you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay, working with that after activating the sense of coherence, moving into the heart, and then really feeling it so that the feeling is the prayer, and you speak the forgiveness from that space can be very powerful. So you do the forgiveness work. Why? So you can begin to let go of all those unnecessary emotions that, that need to be released, the anger, the guilt, the shame, etc. And then as you begin to forgive, you're going to notice that naturally you start to move into the third step, which is there begins to be a recontext recontextualization my god that's a very long word recontextualization i'd rather say it in spain in espanol it's más fácil decirlo Recon <laughs> i can't even say it in spanish Re oh my gosh oh i can't even remember how to say it in spanish but i guarantee you it's longer <laughs> okay so the idea is that 
you begin to see it from a different perspective. You begin to see this thing that happened when you do the necessary forgiveness work. You begin to see the lesson. You begin to see, ah, this is not only trying to teach me something, but this could even be a message from my soul. This is inviting me to step into a higher potential. This is inviting me to see a new possibility. This is what the higher perspective. And now one of the reasons why I love talking about heart intelligence or just the heart is because your heart is the connecting point not only to your right brain and the nonlinear, but the field of non-duality that sees the higher perspective. Remember that left brain sees very narrow. It focuses on the details, while right brain looks at the whole, looks at the totality. And then from that space, you're able to connect the dots and kind of see like, ah, you know, this is kind of like the space that I arrived at when I was in South Africa and I had lost everything and I had given myself permission to feel the pain and go through the process that I just described. And then finally arrive at this higher perspective where suddenly a thought came into my awareness and this thought said something like, I had to come all this far, all this way, so far, I had to experience all this pain so that I could finally embark myself into my higher purpose, to the main reason that I am here. And that, and that place, I began to feel gratitude. So you do that. You begin to now see the higher perspective. You begin to see the bigger picture. You begin to see, like, it's not that God is against you or the universe is against you. It's like, no. You're, this pain is... It's an indication that something something is out of harmony, something is out of balance, and course correction is needed. And so you now move into the next space, which is identifying your values, your passions. So this is when you begin to see like, okay, there's a greater purpose to this pain. I'm starting to see it. And now what are my values? When I was a child, what did I want to do? What are my passions? What is it that... I can do to rededicate this pain so that this pain is not wasted, so that I can use this pain, this anger, whatever it is, and channel it into something that it's in alignment with my greater purpose. Okay, so one of the ways you can do that, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about this next week, is by channeling, channeling it into creativity. So, for example, in 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 uh, in my case. One of the things I did was I reconnected with my values. I wanted to be of service. I forgot how wonderful it made me feel to be able to help other people. And so I wanted to be able to, yeah, to do something with this. And this is the this was the beginning of my ministry. So I became somebody that I was helping people deal with their own pains and heal their own pain. And then finally, once you're clear what that is, now it's time to do this last thing, which is to set goals and start moving in that direction by taking action. So do something with regards to that pain. Before we go into our, our meditation and our affirmations, uh, one of the things that I think you can do, because I've done this many times, and I know uh, Mary, who's here with us today, she's done this also many times because we've spoken about this in, in our circles, is you can dedicate your pain. So I remember, for example, when I was walking the Camino, um, there was a, this was my second Camino. It was a Portuguese Camino. On the third day, I got incredibly sick to my stomach. I had fever and I had diarrhea and I was just going through like a really difficult moment. And I knew this was all part of the experience. And so after two days that I couldn't walk and I had been staying in my hostel, doing nothing, just in bed, basically just drinking liquids. Um, I just woke up in the morning and I just said, you know, I still feel crappy. I still feel very weak, but I feel like there's a reason why I got sick and I'm just going to have to get well along the path. I can't stay another day in bed. It's like my body is not strong, but my spirit was very strong and was telling me to continue. So at that moment, I remember that um, I had this 
very good friend that was suffering from chronic fatigue syndrome. She was always tired. And so I decided, you know what? I now know how this friend feels because I'm feeling that right now. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer this pain for her healing. I'm going to dedicate this pain so that as I walk, it's being rededicated for the purpose of hair healing. And then obviously, remember that ultimately there's only one of us here, so it was going to be my healing as well, right? And so that's what I did. So that's one of the things that you could do. You could rededicate that, that pain to a particular purpose and just kind of say, okay, I'm going to endure it. I'm going to sit with it. But may my pain elevate not only my awareness, but elevate the consciousness of the planet. Okay, you, and that is a very simple and powerful prayer that you can use. All right, so there are these are the five steps. And as I said, I'm kind of flying through them. We don't have time to go quite deeper into this, but I wanted to share them here with you. And just to recap again, first, or just to rephrase what I'm saying, we're talking about how to turn your pain into purpose. First, you have to acknowledge the pain, reflect on the experience. Two, do the necessary forgiveness work, forgiveness, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, forgiving God, even if you have to. Then three, recontextualize. There you go. I said it right. Recontextualize the experience. Learn to see the higher perspective. Fourth, identify your values, your passions. Rededicate this pain towards something and rechannel it. And then finally, set goals and take action. All right, so let's move now into our guided meditations that I have chosen for us today. You may have noticed that I started posting these guided meditations uh, in the community tab on YouTube. So when you're scrolling through YouTube, you may see the, the, uh, the affirmations there. And they're meant to be as a gentle reminder during the week. So please uh, select your favorite one and then like it. And then if you don't mind, also share it with others so that we can invite other people to participate in this healing that we are co-creating together. All right, so as we always do, let's repeat this first set of affirmations consciously so that the left brain, the conscious mind can take them in. And then we're going to repeat them again but once we are into the state of heart coherence, when our hearts and our minds are unified, let us begin. Please place the hand over your heart and repeat after me. I embrace my pain as part of life and of my spiritual journey. I am grateful for the wisdom I've gained from painful experiences. I am capable of transcending my pain and suffering. Love heals everything, everywhere, and all the time. I am grateful for everyone who has supported me on my healing journey. I now release all forms of blame, anger, and resentment. With God's help, I'm transforming my pain into purpose. I invite you now, Marianne, Veronica, Isabel, Shee, Mary, Ellen, Cindy, everyone else. Now move into a deeper awareness of unity between heart and mind. By closing the eyes, if you haven't already done so,
and focusing our attention right where the hand is in the middle of the chest and the heart area. For the next few moments, feel the vibration of the heartbeat, the gentle love-dub emanating from your heart, reminding you that you're alive, reminding you of the life force that is God in you as you. Notice also the gentle rising of the chest in perfect synchronicity with the breast. as you now begin to breathe intentionally into the heart. Breathing nice and long, breathing nice and deep, breathing nice and evenly. As you breathe in and out, you give yourself permission to let go of any unnecessary tension around the neck, the head, and the shoulders. Letting go of any unnecessary tension around the upper torso the stomach area, the pelvic area, allowing life to breathe you, allowing life to take care of life for the next few moments while you focus on yourself as an expression of sacred self-care. The act of caring after your heart and your emotional well-being. The practice of bringing love and compassion into the areas within us that are damaged, broken. or wounded and that need healing. The practice of inviting a higher source of love, which is our very own Christ consciousness, to shine in our hearts and shine in all those areas within that need healing. Take a moment now to feel appreciation for yourself and for how far you've come along your journey. For you are the product of everything that has happened to you and through you since the very beginning. Feel gratitude, especially for those teachers, for those people who have supported you along your journey, who have helped you heal. 
take a moment also to feel gratitude for those people who may have brought up pain that was old in you so that it could be brought forth for healing. Remembering that it was not them that caused that pain. They simply put their finger on the wound that had already been placed there way before you even met them. Though you may have hated them or disliked them at the time, the truth is they were courageous souls who were showing you what you and they needed to heal. Feel gratitude. Feel appreciation. Acknowledging the pain that was caused. But choosing to rise above it through the power of love, which is Christ in you. But choosing to see a higher perspective. And choosing to transcend it, repurpose it, rededicate it. That your life may be an expression of the bigger reason that you're here. And the many spiritual gifts that you came to share with the world. As you continue to feel this feeling of gratitude and appreciation, allow me to... Speak the following prayer on your behalf. Dear God, our Divine Father and Divine Mother, thank you for the gift of this life Thank you for the opportunity to be here and for everything that makes this moment, this space possible. We call to the divine light of your love to shine in our hearts and our minds to shine in our bodies and our souls, to shine in all those spaces that need healing. May the light of your compassion, understanding and forgiveness transform this all pain, this all wounds And may we all be able to learn to see this pain, this all wounds, as opportunities or catalysts to step into a higher purpose, a higher order of being. May we become stronger emotionally. May we become more compassionate and resilient. May we all open to receive the bigger and deeper understanding that pain brings us. And may it all be done that the presence of unconditional love, which is Christ in us, which is Buddha in us, which is Shiva, Ranma, in us may be glorified that the light of god may shine in our hearts our minds our bodies our souls and bring about harmony in the name i am that i am in the name of the christ self of every person here and speaking on their behalf i declare I am in perfect harmony with the heart of God.
I am in perfect harmony with the laws of unconditional love. I am allowing my heart to be healed and transformed. I am allowing my heart to be made new. In the name of the vine love, I now declare, please repeat after me. I embrace my pain as part of life and of my spiritual journey. I am grateful for the wisdom that I've gained from painful experiences. I am capable of transcending my pain and suffering. God's love heals everything, everywhere, and all the time. I am grateful for everyone who has supported me on my healing journey. I now release all forms of blame, anger, and resentment. With God's help, I'm transforming my pain into purpose. And so it is, and it is so. Feel the light of love in your heart. See it as a golden light that fills your heart and creates a sphere of light around you. Allow this love to repair to restore, which is what love does. Allow also the light of understanding. Know that you're more than your pain, than what happened to you, than your situation, than your trauma, than your limitations. For in God's eyes, you are an infinite being. In God's eyes, you are infinite potential. Remember this. Know that it's written in your heart. And that there is nothing and no one that can keep you from experiencing health, wealth, happiness, and love. We allow this light within the heart now to expand beyond ourselves and radiate to 
every person in this circle, radiating it out, radiating it out to our friends, our families, and all around the world. This light, that these heart stream may go out to the world and do what love does. Love heals, love comforts. Love makes all things new. Heavenly Father, the beats inside our heart. We wish kindness, love, compassion, and healing upon this world of ours. We wish peace, understanding, and forgiveness to all. May all sentient beings be free of suffering of sickness and suffering and sickness. May all sentient beings be free to love and be loved. Today we accept and rededicate our pain. To love. Today, we rededicate our life to God. The consciousness of goodness and love. The eternal heart that lives in us. We initiate now our journey back to this physical reality. Getting ready to once again open our eyes and become aware of this physical space that surrounds us. Taking a mental inventory of how we're feeling right now. What has shifted? What's new? What new awareness? What new insight did we become aware of? 
what new realization, what was made known. If you feel like it, I'd love it if you could share it in the comment section below. Or just simply just hold it in your awareness so that you remember what you're walking away with, so that you remember what you're capable of creating whenever you choose to move into this awareness of the heart. Hmm. All right, my beautiful friends, we're arriving to the end of our time together. This hour normally just goes by so quickly. When we come back next week, as I mentioned earlier, we are going to be focusing specifically of how to heal through creativity, which is in essence, rededicating our pain towards creating something new. So it's, I guess you could really say that next week's talk is kind of part two of what we started talking about today. As always, please like this video. And if you haven't subscribed to my channel, please do that so that you can receive notifications every time that we go live. Mariette says uh, that she felt cared for. That's lovely, Mariette. Ellen says, this road is so long today. That's <laughs> that baby. Yeah, it's long. We never get it done. That's why we have to become stronger in the heart. Mary says she's walking away with validation. My most recent pain was from her hip surgery and complications. Uh, but she knew there was more to it. So it was when she began to work with her emotions that healing began to take. And she's now, now almost pain-free. That's wonderful, Mary. Uh, Isabel says, all I feel is love, harmony, and light. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Evan says, simple peace with gratitude. Nice to have you here, Evan. Catalina Chama, thank you for being here. She says, thank you so much for a beautiful heart stream. Very enlightening. Danada. Uh, Yamanda says, I feel capable. Yeah, that's wonderful. That means you're moving into willingness. That's a clear indication. Amanda, when you're moving into capable, it's a sense of like, I can't. So when you shift from, I can't deal with this pain and I can heal, and you start moving into that place, that's when the tipping point has been reached, when you can say, I can't do it. I can't heal it. I can't transcend this. Andrea, Andrea, sorry, I almost said Andreina. Andrea says, thank you so much. You're very welcome. All right, my beautiful friends, that's it for today. Thank you once again for giving me the opportunity to share my heart with yours and for lending me your hearts and ears as well. I hope you're walking away having received a lot of values, but more importantly, feeling more connected to your heart and the heart of divinity is ultimately what I'm here to do as your guide. I wish you a fantastic rest of the week, wherever you are in the world, reminding you always to continue to be loving, caring, and compassionate with yourself so that you can do the same for others. Until next week, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining me in this week's HeartStream. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to yourself and your divinity, to the planet, to others, and to all of life. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications about upcoming broadcasts. And if you would like to sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, or register for my upcoming trainings and seminars, be sure to visit my website, GabrielGonzalez.com. Until the next time, please take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. And as always, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye for now.